Welcome to Taiwan Talk. I'm Sheree Felice, and this week I'm speaking with Leslie Liu, the woman behind the very popular blog and Instagram account Taipei Foodie. Listen in as we talk about food in Taiwan, food from all over the world, and how to find the best food in a country you've never visited before. Hello, Leslie. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Of course. So, Leslie, tell me, what made you decide to start Taipei Foodie? Well, it's actually a pretty funny story. I graduated from college back in 2014, and I was actually looking for a job in marketing. So, I wanted to have something that I can put on my resume as part of my portfolio. And I thought having a blog would help me with getting a job. So, I decided to start on Taipei Foodie, and also because I love food, I just. I love food. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I think everybody loves food. Right. What came first, the blog or the Instagram account? The blog came first, actually, and then the Instagram account I started about three months later. I started the blog. Oh, okay. I see. And so, where are you originally from? I was a. I was born in San Jose, California. I grew up in Taiwan, so mm. to me, it's kind of half, half, half. Taiwan has California. Oh, okay. So you've been in Taiwan for a long time, then. Now, right, right. Do you consider Taiwan your permanent residence? Um, yes.、Yeah. Okay. So tell me, is running the blog and Instagram account your full-time job now? No, it's actually not my full-time job. It's kind of a side project or like a personal passion project that I I've always wanted to just keep it for fun and just. You know, still have a regular job aside from running the blog. Oh wow, that seems like a lot of work.、Uh, so you work、yeah. full time and run the blog and Instagram account. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. I feel like I'm constantly working, but to me, I also love my regular job, and I love running this. Food account, so to me, it's not really something that I find stressful. And also, I love eating and taking photos of my food as well as posting and sharing these different places with my followers. So I, I don't see it as working; it's more like a something that helps me, that motivates me. Okay,、yeah. I see, I see, I see. So it seems like what you're doing, starting Taipei Foodie, is like. A dream job because you have a lot of followers. And do you ever see Taipei Foodie becoming your full-time job? Definitely something that I would consider in the future. But at the moment, I'm keeping it just you know for personal fun. But definitely, I can see the potential of turning Taipei Foodie into a more serious business project.、Mm, I see. Okay, so tell me, what makes someone a foodie? For me, I think being a foodie is just having a very open. Mindset when it comes to trying new places or new food, learning about new culture. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be like a food critic, but as long as you have a passion for food or just exploring all these different cuisines around the world, I think that makes you a foodie. Hmm. I see. I see. And now to some of the good stuff. What are some of your favorite things to eat in Taiwan? There's so many. <laughs> It's really hard to narrow it down, but I would say my go-to or like my comfort food is definitely gonna be Tony's cuisine or like Tony's food, or even like my all-time favorite restaurant. It sounds very cliche, but it's actually Ding Tai Fung. It's just one place that always keeps me going back to. And also, there are so many new brunch cafes in Taipei, and that's one thing I love to eat as well. How about specific foods? Like. 
food, like yeah, items. like specific oh, items. I love, I love the chili wontons, mm. the Hongyo Chao Show. Mm, okay. Yeah. Anything else? But also, I'm a huge fan of avocado toast. <laughs> Okay, okay. Yeah, avocado is probably my favorite, all-time favorite thing to eat. (laughs) Are you into any of the Taiwanese night markets or street food? Taiwanese night market, I like going to Tonghua night market. And for street food, I like the snack ones. I love the pig butt cake. Also, I like there's a shaved ice dumpling, like rice dumpling place in Tonghua Night Market. That place is also good. I'm pretty open to eating like very exotic food. So Night Market food is definitely something that brings a lot of memories, especially when I was in California. Speaking of exotic food, what's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? The weirdest thing? I've had the, the fish sperm. It's like a Japanese fish. You said fish sperm? Is that what yeah. you said? It's like when you go to a Japanese restaurant, they'll serve it. It's, it's like a white, <laughs> kind of like, it's not very appealing, but it's very interesting. I think that's probably the weirdest food I've had. Did you like it? Um, yeah, it's like sashimi, kind of. So it doesn't have a really weird taste to it. Um, yeah, I think that's probably the weirdest. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And as someone who grew up in Taiwan, how do you feel about chou dofu? Oh, I don't hate it, but I don't love it, love it. Like, I can't eat togofu any time of the day, but it's not something that I would crave, I guess. Oh, okay. But it's definitely an I- iconic dish. Right, so you'll eat it, yeah. but you don't love it. Yeah, like, I would eat it if someone asks if you want togofu, and I'll say yes, but it's not something that I would, you know, go out of my way to get it. And for our listeners who don't know what chodofu is, that's stinky tofu. Okay, so in your opinion, what part of the country has the best food? Oh, I I think Tainan has the best food. And why do you think this? I think it's just the overall, like the varieties of food they have. They have a lot of street food, like snacks, and then also because of its history and like the culture there a lot of the food i think is very interesting in terms of like the forms or the taste i noticed that when i went to Tainan, the locals there for breakfast they would eat a bowl of beef soup and then they pair the beef soup with rice in the morning like at 6 a.m in the morning it's not something that i would see that often in taipei because to me it, it kind of falls on the heavier side but surprisingly like the taste is just really it's amazing. And then a lot of the sauces in Tainan, there is a little sweetness to it. So it actually adds to the flavor of the food. And I think it's just like the options in Tainan are endless. And it's very exciting when you go to a place where they have all types of different options to choose from. Oh, that's great. Well, I'm happy for the recommendation. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, for sure. So I see also that you do a lot of traveling and you taste a lot of the local cuisines of different countries. What country has given you the best food experience? Wow, that's a tough one. I feel like a lot of places have really amazing food, but I would say Japan, just because personally I like Japanese food as well. I think it's one of my favorite cuisines. So Japan, that's probably my favorite place to eat and travel okay and how about when you go back to the united states what's your favorite thing to eat oh my favorite it would be chipotle (laughs) (laughs) mexican food Mexican. Uh, but chipotle is probably to many people it's not considered like legit mexican food but i love like going to like mexican food trucks the ones in the alley with like really authentic mexican food no i agree with you i find that taiwan has very little mexican food and it's something that i miss all the time yeah exactly yeah so i feel exactly what you mean (laughs) 
Okay, so for running your blog, it's not just about finding restaurants or eating. It's also about taking the perfect photo. How did you learn how to become an Instagram photographer? I've never really taken any photography classes, and I think that kind of came naturally after running this account for so many years. Because I started in 2014, and to be honest, when I first started it, I don't think I take good photos. But just along the way, I try to see what other people are doing and try to learn from other Instagrammers on the platform and see what type of photography is trending. It takes a lot of trial and errors, and then just finding what works best for me and what my followers like. Okay, okay. And do your followers give you suggestions and try to help you out? Not in terms of like photography skills, but I can definitely see a pattern where. Some posts might do better than other posts, and then I can kind of tell like this is probably the photo that they like to see. Okay, and for people looking to do what you do, start a blog or an Instagram account or become an Instagram influencer, do you have any advice that you would give them? I would say just be very authentic to your work and just be very consistent in posting and. Try to interact with your followers as much as possible because I feel like、uh, with this community, it's like the most important thing is you want to connect people together just through your work or the information you're sharing, and I think that will really help you with creating your own audience and also be able to really build a community through your account.、Mm, okay, I see. I see. And this is my last question, and actually, I'm super interested in this question because it's a problem that I run into a lot. When you are traveling to a different country, or people are traveling to a different country, how do you find places to eat, and how would you recommend people find good places to eat or good food to eat? So back in the states, I used to use Yelp all the time, just finding restaurants. But that was probably three, four years ago. But nowadays, when I travel, usually the first thing I do is just open up my Instagram, and then I'll key in different keywords or like hashtag on Instagram. For example, if I'm going to Japan. I'll try Tokyo Foodie or like food in Tokyo or Tokyo Cafe. Just different keywords and see what pops up. For me, I really value like not just the food itself, but also the entire dining experience or the restaurant interior, and also whether or not it's photo friendly. So those are the things that I look for when I travel. So Instagram is definitely something that I go to. The first, and then I'll just find all these different places, and then put these on my Google Map, and just try to read the reviews from Google, and then try to also plan out my itinerary and like the route that I'm taking using Google Map. So that's usually what I do when I travel. Okay, and how about here in Taiwan? How do you discover new places? So for me, I also follow a lot of different accounts out there because there are so many people that are posting about food on Instagram, and then some of them they write in Chinese, some of them they also do English reviews. So I follow. Those people and also a lot of people they tag me and then I'll see what my followers are eating and then sometimes I get recommendations. But definitely I spend most of my time on Instagram researching places to go to and just getting inspired. Do you have any advice for people who maybe don't have Instagram? I would say Google is actually a pretty nice place. <laughs> just the Google reviews, I find them very accurate. Well, okay. Okay. Yeah. I guess part of the problem is is where do you start? So the problems I've run into is like for example, if I'm traveling to Italy and I want to eat the best pizza, you know, typing、mm-hmm. in pizza into Google in Italy, you're going to find a bunch of places. So I guess 
what would be your advice to people who maybe don't have Instagram? How would you find some of the better places to eat? I think also there are a lot of blogs out there where they can look up and like read their reviews. But also, if you don't have Instagram, they can still access Instagram online, like on their website. They have the web version where you don't really need an account to browse around. I think. <laughs> but yeah, for the most part, I usually just try to type in different keywords on the search engine and see what is available and then just try to narrow it down from there. For example, for me, I would probably do oh, best Mexican food in Taipei and then just narrow it down to like what area that I want to visit and go from there. Okay, well, thank you so much, Leslie, for speaking with me. I really appreciate all the advice that you've given about food and traveling and food culture in general. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Of course, and I wish you the best of luck with your blog and with your Instagram account. Thank you. That's it for this week's episode of Taiwan Talk. I'd like to thank Leslie again for joining me. Don't forget to check out Taipei Foodie on Instagram or the Taipei Foodie blog. And don't forget to tune in next week for an all-new episode. As always, remember to take care of yourselves. I'm Sheree Felice.